0: Anticipating something, uh-huh. talking about the dance in your pants.
1: You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show, Sin's home of sexuality, identity, and relationships, on Sin Nation. So, so, so Welcome, all. It is the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. You're here with myself, Amaret,
2: the token Christian of the Naughty Rude Show, Christian, and I'm the
0: new kid, Hugh.
1: <laughs> we have some amazing topics coming up tonight. I name them, but they're top secret, so you're just going to have to keep listening. Mm. Mm. But first, we'll do a little round of introductions. I'll go first. As I said, my name is Amaret. I am 25, almost 26, and I'm pretty sure every time I mention this, it's a contentious issue. I will be sinned dead very, very soon. So getting up on the show as much as humanly possible. I am bisexual. I am straight. Mm. And I'm here to have a good time. So let's get into it. Christian, why don't we go over to you? yes why not i
2: can't think of a reason why not so i am 22 nearly 23 april the 10th is my birthday actually um keep in mind
1: everyone you're gonna have to wish him a happy birthday
2: Mm, you will you will you know there's no excuse there um and uh queer it will be my identifier for um for this week yeah i feel like that covers it
1: i I feel like you have a different one every week and i kind (laughs) of love it and you have to like keep doing it
2: fluidity what can i say yeah
1: Yeah. keep it up i love it Mm. Cute.
0: Cool, yeah, um, I'm Hugh, uh, 22 years old, and I'm a boring uh, straight white male, and I'm single, so, you know.
1: I'm also single. I, I could <laughs> add. <laughs> <laughs> I We're forgot all to single say minute minute. Minute. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I feel like that's wrong. I feel like you're like, oh, I'm boring, and I'm like, you're Naughty rude, honey, you ain't boring. You're <laughs> special. Get excited. So this is Hugh's first, first show, he's popping his uh, cherry right here on the Naughty root show, so. Mm. Feels good. Let's get into it. This is Naughty Rude on Sin Nation. It's myself, Amarette Hugh and Christian here today. We're going to light up your life with a little bit of the Naughty Rudes. But first, we're going to plug-a-lug-a-lug our Tumblr because we need you desperately, listeners. We need you to send us questions. Send us naughty questions. Send us rude questions. Like, respectfully rude. Like, Mm. be a bit nasty, but keep it together. Mm. No offensive stuff, obviously. It is the naughty rude show. com forward slash ask. You can be anonymous and you can ask us any question you want, or you can just give us a really nice compliment. Oh. Hey, Amrit, your voice is really good. Oh, thank you, Anonymous Sunshine. So definitely hit us up. It is the naughty rude show. com forward slash ask.
2: But, yeah. Christian,
1: you're going to lead us into a deep beautiful sensual place where are we going right now christian well
2: see i was thinking about sex the other day um
1: and i was <laughs> thinking about um and i was thinking
2: about uh thinking about sex um and i was thinking about when i first started to think about it. and um when i first started to think about sex it's more like sex the word um as in before i really knew what it meant just this this sort of three sounds strung together that I just kept hearing a lot of the time. Um, you know, like when I was in early primary school. Um, so, you know, friends hearing it from... Gosh, I didn't have friends in early primary school. Classmates. Um, who heard it from their friends? My classmates with friends. It's PC terminology there. Classmates with friends. Classmates living with friends. Um, and I'd hear them, you know, like joke about it. Like, like you know, it's it, when you're in primary school, there are certain words that are just... Very, you're not supposed to say, so you can just say them as a primary school kid, and everyone will laugh without any joke attached to it at all. Just like boop, <laughs> penis, <laughs> yeah, um, life was sex put on the those. <laughs> I know. I, oh, I don't want to go down that path. But okay, back in my so back in my day, I remember. Um, I, I actually do remember what I think I thought sex was. Um, before I really knew what it was. Um, not everyone does though. I think Amorette, you were kind of struggling to remember. Yeah, what, I, don't so, of back then?
1: I don't so much remember, like, mm. s- the word sex or not knowing what it meant. Mm. More, more not understanding, like, how babies are made. Mm. And, you know, back then, very simple, like, mm. oh, the baby goes into the mummy's tummy and then the baby grows and then mummy has the baby. And you're like, yeah. oh, that makes perfect sense. It's just skipped like 10 million steps there. But <laughs> totally for my small brain, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, I also remember words like like penis and vagina, yeah. and like body part specific stuff. And again, like, you know, you do the little, we used to do a little puzzle game. They'd pop all the puzzle pieces down on the floor. Very vivid memory. <laughs> and you had to go and pick up different pieces and put your word together. And I remember, like the the thought of me having been like, I hope I get penis because <laughs> penis <laughs> hilarious. So um, yeah, and plus it was like it's that thing like I know that thing, I know that word, so it's gonna be easy if I just get penis then. Super You're cool. all set. I'm all set, ready go, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's more so what I remember. And then, of course, doing things like where do babies come from and here's a video about how that works and here are the, you know, different stages of pregnancy and all that sort of stuff, which, you know, being in, like, year five and year six, you're sort of like, I don't really want to know about this. I don't want to see creepy, weird, deformed-looking, embryo Thing alien in front of me <laughs> i'm really not really not keen on that um sounds like a nightmare mm. like they're all like oh this is how babies men get excited girls because you might you'll be a mother one day and <laughs> all you think is like no thank you no thank you mm. don't want that inside me so that's that's more so what i remember i don't really have a point where i was like what sex what is that i never asked my parents like what is that
0: oh man the talk from the parents like the classic birds and the bees thing
1: i didn't have it oh you don't want I it. I didn't get the talk, <laughs> lucky me. Although I think some of my family members wish they did. My brother didn't get the talk, and he uh, his first time was awful. He had sex with a girl at a party, and a friend walked in, saw them, went, <gasps> AIDS. And then of That's course helpful. he what a, what a he hmm. freaked out and thought he was gonna get AIDS, so he had to admit to my mother that he'd had sex and he was worried he was gonna get AIDS. And then of course she had to sit down and be like, Well, no. That's
0: that would be traumatizing, wouldn't it? Things That'll work. set you back a few years developmentally. Mm.
1: Mm. Exactly. So you should have the talk with your children. In a responsible. Uh, it is mortifying, mm. but like we were talking last week about maybe potentially having that chat a little earlier when kids are sort of doing that that first stage of learning about things, because. Mm. When they don't quite understand everything, when they're not in that full-on puberty, like reject your parents, life is a nightmare. Rebel, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Stage. You're more. Res- you're more open to. Those sorts of discussions. You want to know what things are. Mm. Whereas then, when you feel like you know what they are, you're like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Mum yeah. and dad, like, don't talk to me. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to hear it. From like you. At,
0: at 14, you've got everything figured out. Like, you know everything. So, yeah, yeah. you don't want mm. some adult telling like, you, like, I you get know, it.
1: God, duh. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> I know what sex is. Ugh.
2: <laughs> so, um, with, with the where the babies come from question, I used to think, um, okay, so like, I think I've referenced my, my Greek heritage, my fabulous Greek heritage, should I say quite a few times on the show. Um, but because it comes from my dad's, so like my dad's Greek, my mum's um, Cypriot English. Um, so I thought that, okay, where the babies come from, you know, babies come from their mum. So that okay, well, I came f- out of my mum. I knew that part. Um, but, like, my, whereas, like, my dad's just the guy who married my mom, right? Like, biologically, there's no connection there. Um, because I didn't come out of him. I came from my mom. So I started saying to my, my AR, like, you know, I'm, what, a Greek? I'm not actually Greek. I'm just, it's just that my mom, who I'm bi- biologically related to, married the Greek man. But, like, that marriage doesn't affect my, like... You no, know, it doesn't mean I have Greek blood. And then my mom was like, "Oh, actually, no. Um, <laughs> Funny. the man um plants an egg inside the, the woman. What? Yes. So because the
1: the then egg was planted by you're a like, Greek you're man. Like yeah. Egg, egg, like chicken egg.
0: Yeah. You're like like, you're like what you the he the laid hell? an egg like, in, and then just you made it. Yeah. Happened? <laughs> you sorta, hatched out of
2: it. <laughs> I don't think I really thought of it that, that far. But yeah, I think I just thought, okay. So like my dad put an egg um in my mom and. I came out of that egg, and because it was my dad, it was a Greek egg. So okay, I came from a Greek egg, but it was inside a non-Greek woman. Okay, got it.
0: That's an egg <laughs> but, with a Greek flag, like decal on it, or how does that work?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just the egg, the an egg of Greekness, and then a, a Grecian egg. <laughs> uh, but I uh, know it, it does. It does mean you run into all these sorts of you. you like you just don't i think i guess when you don't give kids like all the information that they're seeking they do actually run you can't predict all these ways that they're going to like take this mis- misinformation you know, whether it be, whether it be like me um when i was little thinking like i'm not biologically related to my dad
0: mm. <laughs> um that's a he's big deal. A like, yeah, yeah. He's just a guy. Yeah, it's just a random guy who knocks about the house, like.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, like you know, don't get me wrong. It, it, it didn't mean that, you know, like I, I, all in terms of all the other sort of like emotional sort of, uh, you know, um, kind of connection and, um, it, you know, it, it, it's not like it created a barrier between me and my dad in any way. It's, it was just like that tech. It was, it was more along the lines of that technical like heritage. So I, I thought I wasn't blood related to like my dad and my dad's side of the family. Just my mum's side. Um. Because if all you ever hear of it, it is, like, you coming from your mum, then you don't think that you actually have, that, that there was ever, like, a physical net connection between your parents. Mm. I mean, yeah, they kiss, but, like, that what has that got to do with anything? I, um, have, um, hmm.
1: I have some half-siblings, and I remember getting very confused about hmm. how that works. And hmm. I'm like, oh, but you're my mum, and you're their mum, but, but that's my dad, and they're their dad. And she's like, well, yeah, but also, like... They also have another dad, and I'm like, oh, so does that mean I have another dad? And she's like, no, just <laughs> you don't get one. Just the one. And mm. I was like, okay, then. And I remember being very confused between the difference between like half siblings and step siblings. Mm. like, I don't understand what that means. Like, does that mean that? But if she's her stepmom, does that mean that they're her step? sisters or whatever and they'd be like well no like, that's not how it was it was like very very confusing <laughs> I was like I don't understand anything and about I, this was.
2: and I was just stuck on the step thing I just thought like I said those siblings that like like to take steps, like siblings that you meet on the stairs. Like what? It was never explained. It was people just talked about like steps. That, you know, you was like, hey, this is my truck sibling. Like, what's a truck sibling? <laughs> like, you've just taken a random object and put it in front of a sibling. This makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and especially yeah.
1: Like being raised on like like mm. things like Cinderella. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, stepsisters—they're evil.
2: Stepmother oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. and not stepmother. just Cinderella. So being like,
1: though. oh. Don't mm. want any of them because they're evil, and then all your friends are like, oh yeah, don't want step siblings, they're bad, and then I'm like, well, I have half siblings, and they're like, oh, that could be terrible. Oh, that's such so, so a oh yeah, like, I know. Them.
2: Some people think that means like which half? Like, hopefully it's not the le- the leg half. Like, hopefully it's the yeah the, yeah. the half with the head and the orchids. Oh, kids. Anyway, yes, <laughs> this is why you can't just assume that if you don't if you withhold like information that they're seeking, that everything will be fine because those questions don't just magically disappear. They need to be answered at one point or another. Mm. Mm, exactly. But that'd be a warning to you. We want to anyway. hear
1: your experiences as well if you mm. have any funny stories you want to share or any questions about our mm. funny stories. We have lots. We have so many mm. so many funny stories which you can listen mm. back to our podcasts on sin.org.au or iTunes or Spotify. It's its pretty much everywhere, to, to be fair. You can listen back on our podcast and have a little laugh at some of our stories. But if you want to share one of your stories or you want to ask a question, it is Rucho.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Get us up on Twitter too, The Naughty rucho We're everywhere. We're pretty much on every single platform, so, you know, get on it.
0: Talking about the dance in your pants.
1: We have
2: um, a few Tumblr questions to look through. Thank you for those. Please do keep them coming. We always love to have them. The Tumblr.com/ask.
1: Yes, very excited to be having them. This first question comes in from my spirit. Uh, <laughs> this was literally me a couple of years ago. So huh. congrats, um, Anonymous. I'll give you some tips. So Anonymous says, Hey, guys, I'm a 23-year-old straight female and currently still single with never having been in a relationship. Failure. I'm really interested in a guy and we have been talking quite a bit, but I'm scared to tell him that I'm a virgin at 23. Been there. He's hinted at wanting a relationship, which I'm all for, but I feel incredibly embarrassed that I've never been with someone. How do I go about this? Any tips? Thanks, X. Ex. Exciting, but you've oh, got yeah. a guy keen... <laughs> High five, girl! Well done. Um, no, I totally get it though. Like I've I've been in that spot. Like I was biased, a little bit different. Um, but I was mainly keen on guys at that point. Um, and yeah, it was it was embarrassing. Uh, it was really awkward, and I didn't really know how to go about it. Um, when I got over that little issue, and I was like, you know what, virginity. Doesn't rule my life. The lack of a penis inside of my vagina is not the be all and end all of the world. Um, I just put myself out there a little bit more. Um, When I first had sex, I didn't have it with anyone that I knew. Um, I got on the old Tinder and I just first person. uh, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, one night stand (laughs) it for my first time. And it was fine. Like, it just got a bit hot and heavy, and I was like, BT dubs haven't had the peen in the, in the <laughs> V yet. In the yeah. <laughs> and he was like, okay, cool. So, and we, we did it. I think the, the fun thing to remember is that, um, and I'm sure the men in the room can attest that uh, if guys want to have sex with you, they're going to have sex with you. Um, they're not going to be like, whoa, actually, now that even though I've been yeah. completely interested in you, now that you've said that to me, I'm totally not wanting to be anywhere near you. They're never going to say that. They're going to be like, Oh, okay, sure. And they'll probably be like, well, we'll take it slow. And yeah. you're like, thanks, fam. And then, you know, things will happen. Uh, I get it, though. I get that it can be scary to be like, oh, by the way, that's me. But that's the thing as well. Like, if you feel like this is the right guy for you, then that's a good thing. Then that's that's good. You want yeah. it to be the right person for you at the, at the right time.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good sign that you've already been talking with him for a while. and. Mm. Like in, you've already sort of established a connection and I think he sort of will understand when you bring that up with him if you already sort of established that connection with him. I think yeah. He'll yeah. um he's not gonna yeah, he's like you said, he's not gonna like throw his he fit and you know
1: yeah, Storm it doesn't off. need to be like a big reveal either. Don't yeah. feel pressured to be like over text or like when you see him to be like, by the way, ta da, I'm pure. Yeah. Like, flower me, please. <laughs> like you can, <laughs> no, you can just, up you know, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> drop it. You can drop. You can be casual. Like you can be yeah. like, oh, and by the way, like, I haven't, I haven't been all the way there yet yeah um, it's not you even know. like
0: that out of the ordinary that you're 23 yeah. like you're still very young um yeah
1: yeah exactly i don't yeah. think there's
0: anything to worry about really
1: I, yeah I, I feel like there's a lot and i feel like there's a lot of pressure especially on, on on guys and girls um to lose their virginity even though i really hate the concept of it mm. um at a young age and oh, yeah. it's it's not necessary in any way, you can be whatever age is comfortable with you, and if you haven't felt comfortable until now, that's perfectly okay. Absolutely, don't let it stress you and don't let it rule your life. I lived for years with what I considered to be this cloud overhead and that just made it more and more awkward and and hard for me to be comfortable with myself and with other people, and especially with the opposite sex. I'd get really anxious and I'd get really nervous, which is not me. I think people on Naughty Rude can attest to that. I'm like. Oh, hosts um and yeah it it does it can take that emotional toll but you just need to remember that don't let it rule you um be who you are you are an amazing young woman and you deserve to have the best sex you can ever have and if that means waiting for the right person and having a great first time then wait for the right person and have a great first time don't like this fear of it yeah. being embarrassing or awkward or that someone's going to judge you or or laugh at you I
0: almost Ruined think it's that. better to wait in some cases like I was 16 when I lost my virginity and like looking back on how li- like how little I know now still at this age like looking back on like when I was 16 like 6 years ago man I was such an idiot like I just I did not know how to talk to girls like how to do anything somehow I had a girlfriend at the time and yeah I I kind of not really regret, but, like, I kind of wonder what things would have been like if I'd waited and, like, established some sort of, like, maturity and how, like, to connect emotionally with someone because it wasn't really like that. And, yeah, yeah, it was just an odd sort of... And hyper-awkward experience, like, unbelievably. And I was so, like, I was gangly and, like, it was just... And that was on Australia Day, so, you know, that's just another level of embarrassment.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like, for me, I think I have a sort of a unique take on it because i did i did lose my virginity oh I hate that word um to a, to a stranger Shivering. and i just i wanted it out of the way and i was just like you know what it's not a big deal for me it is for some people they really want it to be something special and for me i just went you know what i'm sick of waiting for this thing to happen i'm sick of it taking a hold of me and controlling my life and the way that i interact with people and um I don't want to have to worry about it anymore, and I decided I didn't want to worry about it anymore, and that was it. And that was it. I met someone really quickly. It was, yeah, come over. A couple of hours later, bit of bang, bit of boom. Yeah,
0: just <laughs> smash one out. Done with that. <laughs> and Simple.
1: Yeah, I, I think the thing is too when you come into it, um, when you come into to sex um, as an adult, you have a completely different perspective to when. You're a teenager and lots of teenagers are really horny and they just, you know, bang whenever they can and they don't know what they're doing. They're really awkward. Like they all talk to their friends about it, which creates a massive problem (laughs) and a massive culture around it. And as an adult, you're not going to have to worry about that. People are a little bit more mature, you would hope, a bit more respectful. And the good thing is also coming into it as someone who hasn't had a lot of, you might not have had a lot of sexual experience. I'm not going to judge. You may have done everything. But um, the person that you're with, you never know, they might also be a virgin. We don't want to jump to any conclusions. Maybe you could see that. He might be, he might not be, you might already know that. But if he does have that uh, level of expertise, if, if he's been there, done that, that's a good thing for you too because it, it will give you a little bit of time to relax. You don't need to worry about trying to force anything or be perfect. Sex is never perfect. It's always a massive disaster. So <laughs> There
0: are some shining moments. <laughs> there are
1: some shining moments, yeah. Um, but it's, it's going to be funny and you're going to have a laugh and it's <laughs> – you're going to have a oh, good yeah. time, and sometimes you won't have a good time, and that's just as funny. So don't stress. Be yourself you got this. and believe in yourself. You can do it. Go have amazing sex and be safe. Use the condom. You do you, girl. Get out there and have all the sex that you want to have. <laughs> I.
2: Oh. Just because I wanted to say something and to see if my voice still works. Sorry, I've been quiet for a while. <laughs> um, exactly. uh, yeah, I, I do get that it's hard because people assume even not consciously, but like they do people do tend to assume that like you're not a virgin. Or at the very least, like assuming that someone is a virgin at a certain age, like twenty three I think is one of those ages, or like past a certain age. Is a thing that people will do. So I mean it is annoying that you have to like that people will, it feels like you're, uh, it might feel like you're lying by omission by like not saying it or it's a thing that you have to say to someone for them, to, that it's an assumption you have to correct. Um, because, you know, it would be, I don't know, I just think it would be interesting if instead, like, people were assumed to be virgins unless they said otherwise. Like, oh, you never said anything about having sex. so I just assume that you've never had it. Um you know, it's it's not like a random other activity. Like, oh, okay, sorry, I had no idea you've never been to Czechoslovakia. Just you, you never said either way. So, like, I just assumed that you had. You just seem like the sort of person who'd been to Czechoslovakia. Okay, but that's nothing to be ashamed of. No, it's, it's uh, it might uh, it's talked about it being like this universal thing that you know. Everyone can relate to, like, this pop song about love and everyone can relate to the stand-up comedy routine that's about sex and, like, we've all been there. But not all of us have been to Czechoslovakia or, or sex. <laughs> Those are two places that not every living person at this very moment has, has mm. been to.
0: I'm just going to call having sex going to Czechoslovakia now. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> going to be what it's called.
2: So this is the
1: best metaphor we've ever <laughs> created. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: We do need more euphemisms running out. So, um, mm. yes. <laughs> anyway, we're all going to... Okay, so... We're gonna to go to a song and to Czechoslovakia together. Um, so, uh, where are we gonna go? Our oh, church. That's right. <laughs> Take Mr. Church, Amarech, and you, um, and Josiah. You're listening to the Naughty Roach Show on Sin Nation.
1: You're listening to the Naughty Rood Show on Sin Nation. We do have questions coming in on the tumblers, but keep them coming because they're all so fine. It is the com forward slash ask you can get us on the Twitter. We have a brand new poll asking if you've been to Czechoslovakia. <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge. So go on there and give us a little answer because we like a big round response when we mm-hmm. get our polls up and going. But Hugh's going to lead us... Once more on a lovely sensual path, Into what are we going to be discussing?
0: Mm. Yeah. So we've been talking about sex, obviously, and what we thought about sex as kids. And I know that No, when on I
1: was... the Naughty Root Show, oh, we've been talking it's, about it's a, sex. it's a stunning
0: turn of events, what? isn't it? It's, it's crazy. Oh my God. But I know that when I was relatively a kid, like probably four t- 13, 14, was when I started watching porn. And I watched a lot of porn. And I have watched a lot of porn, you know, over the years. Um, and that was before I had sex, I started watching it. So I was sort of thinking about... Uh, any sort of perceptions or like assumptions that I started to make because of things I'd seen and heard in porn, and like how that sort of uh, you know impacted what I tried to do in real life with girls. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to sort of throw that question out to you guys. You know, if if you watch porn or have watched porn, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna assume you guys have.
2: Um, oh, I haven't. Oh, wow, okay. It's ex- another assumption. Are you trying to assume anyway, that we've all been to Czech I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Czech films, actually, no. So. But if you Not do watch Czech films,
1: film. then good for you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like if it, you know, shaped the way you thought about the, other, the opposite sex or the same sex or, you know.
1: I have a bit of a story mm. about... Uh, watching czech films yeah um this is our new euphemism i'm really sorry Uh, to any czech people listening here like can you not equate me to that thank you check your facts it's a big percentage (laughs) (laughs) stop it christian you know this is a rich vein (laughs) it's gone too far okay um my little story is so my brother uh came out as gay not too long ago um and this was sort of after i came out as bi and it was all sort of a bit of like, oh, like, oh, oh, okay. He's a very reserved person, very conservative. And we weren't expecting something like that we, ever. And back in the day, me and my brother had thought that maybe he was gay. Very pride in his appearance. Uh, a lot of things that back at that stage was very token gay. That's what the that's what the world saw. You know, queer, queer after the straight guy, like, if he looked good if you took pride in your appearance you must be gay so we'd been like oh maybe he is and then he got a girlfriend and he became more and more conservative and we're like oh well clearly that's not the case and it actually when he said to me oh I'm gay and I was like hey yay like give me a cuddle you (laughs) kitty um I had said what what prompted this you know why now like how have you come to this realisation? And he was like, oh, you know, um, I just thought that I wanted to, you know, be clear with who I was and, you know, if anyone checked my search history on the computer that I wouldn't have anything to (laughs) backtrack on. So he's been—he'd been looking at some very interesting Czech films, <laughs> and that's how he came to the realization that he was gay. He's actually—he wow. mm. has—he has changed that as Christian just does does every week. He's—he's he's reassessing his life and his <laughs> sexuality, and he's more bi now. Um, so we're—we're we're same, same, but different. Uh, him and mm. I, and um, that's sort of interesting way that that porn can can affect us and and make us realize things um about ourselves but also it can make things a little complicated i saw the same same time as you's when i that's when i started to watch uh porn yeah and um for me i i probably started masturbating when i was about probably 12. um and then I started watching porn when I had access to a computer, um, which I hadn't really had access to, and, you know, I had my own room and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, I probably 14, and it sort of came from being on things like MSN and talking to guys and all that oh, sort man. of stuff. Oh,
0: man, MSN. Those were the days.
1: You really could go down the wrong path there uh, if you trusted, trusted people. And at, at a young age, I, I did trust someone that could have gone real bad, um grooming is a real thing that that young girls need to be aware of but I think that's a topic for another time um so for me it was that sort of exploring and trying to figure out what all this was I didn't really like I said went back when I was doing sex education it was more like this is where babies come from and this is what body parts are it wasn't really a talk about this is how sex happens even at that even at that age Um, So it was all sort of like, how does this work and, you know, how to deal with my own feelings and my own sexual urges and all that sort of stuff. And it was very hush-hush and it was very embarrassing. Um, I had my my brother and my cousin asking me questions about, do you touch yourself and all this sort of stuff. And, of course, I was was repulsed. I was like, no, of course not. That's disgusting. And, of course, didn't realise what I was doing was actually was that. And... Porn didn't necessarily... I don't think it really messed up my thoughts about sex because by the time that I started discussing with my friends and talking about it and all that sort of stuff, I I had realised by that point that that porn is not actual sex and that it it is all for a, a purpose and it's all scripted it's all made up it's not real and the way that that sex happens in these is not how sex should happen and all those sorts of things but it definitely stunted my ability to be confident and get out there and seeing like seeing what this is what a woman should be and this is what a woman should Mm. be like that actually had a lot of issues with me and I think that really knocked my confidence a lot plus I knew I could get my own rocks off at home so like,
0: yeah why bother why <laughs> bother yeah sort of the same on the mail end like you click on a video and there's like a six foot three jacked guy with a nine inch dick and you're sitting in your desk chair and you're like this skinny little like like 14 year old you can't even lift a weight you're just like oh well now I don't really feel adequate or like this just doesn't feel nice I feel small and like insignificant which yeah wasn't great for like a developing kid trying to make friends and meet people but um so you said you haven't watched Porn Christian,
2: no, no. But um, I was I was just thinking, uh, get, getting back to Amrit's brother. Um, it was a it was a check scene I think that actually made me realize that. So not like a film save, but like it's a check scene in a in a TV show. Ah. Um, a very very highbrow TV show called How to Get Away with Murder. Um, that made me realize, uh, uh f- it, it wasn't as simple as like before. Then I had no idea. I thought I was straight, completely straight before that. And then I watched this check scene, and then like it's the magical check scene. That that makes me realise I'm gayish, gay, queer, whatever he goes by today. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I I think it was, like, the tipping point. It was kind of like, oh. But but I I do know of, like, quite a few, uh, a couple, like, other gay guys I've talked to um, that have done that, like, come to that realisation as scientifically as that, like, watched um, straight Czech films, watched gay Czech films, and just kind of, like, measured their... Physiological responses to both, um, and use that to like read their leanings. Um, not really. I, I think I don't think it's necessarily out of any sense of like naivety that like you can numerically calculate your sexuality. It's more just like wanting to. okay, let's get let's get this out of the way. Like I want to know, um, and you know, it's it's quite a good way to. I mean, it certainly reveals something to you. Like doing that as a as a kind of experiment. Like you you definitely find out something. It might not be everything that you're all the answers you seek. But um, mm. it certainly,
1: yeah,
2: it's quite, it, uh, I feel like it gives you some of the answers you're looking for or that I you might need had a, at that point. A
1: similar thing. Mm. Um, I watched a show called Lost Girl, mm. uh, which has a really strong um, mm. female lead who is bi, mm. uh, who has uh, long term relationships with both women and men. Hmm. And that actually made me reconsider who I was. I identified as straight for a really long time. Hmm. And um, I was just like, yeah, you know, I look at girls and I think, damn, like, she fine. But that's <laughs> totally a straight thing to do. And, um, you know, thinking about the girls in that way, that's that's just what straight girls do. Like, we just think about that. No, <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. Um, and it sort of made me realise, I was like, huh, actually, like, I th- I actually think I'm I'm bi like I think that's how I I identify and I was sort of looked at it and then I started like watching porn uh, that was uh, I'm gonna clarify here it was not lesbian porn because even lesbian porn is for the male gaze it was lesbian erotica which was a f- actual female focus so it was more about love making than um than finger banging or um, yep. strap-on fucking so that was sort of what made me realize that i was bi and that i was attracted to women you know completely different way to what any straight woman looks at a woman and Things like she might go, Oh, that's a nice dress, and oh, she looks good in that outfit, or whatever. But they're not like, If she was naked, what would I do to her? Those are completely (laughs) different thoughts to be having. Yes, I'm glad we all agree that this is completely different things to be thinking. Yeah, Yeah. same page, same page. Hello, Emra, getting a deep insight into your mind (laughs) here.
0: Cool, we sort of came to a consensus, a porn consensus. That's wonderful.
1: But yes, I, I think if if you're watching porn, if you're a young person and you're watching porn, and you're talking to your friends about it, just know that that porn isn't the start and the end of of sex. It's a weird other place. Mm. Kind of like Czechoslovakia. <laughs> 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 no jokes, jokes. Che- Czechoslovakia is great. Um, but I haven't been, but <laughs> <laughs> Christian would know.
2: <laughs> Christian would
1: know if it's great. He hasn't been there. Um,
2: but what do I? What way do I mean?
1: Oh yes. gosh. Ooh. Ooh,
2: so uh, yeah,
1: just be, be mindful about about porn and what it actually represents and what it's there for. You know, ninety nine point nine percent of porn is is. Uh, and Hugh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is, uh, I've watched it all, is, so please. Is, yeah, is, uh, is for the male gaze. It's for men to to get their rocks off. Entirely. Um. So, if you're looking for something a little bit more realistic, I'd be looking at more amateur stuff and looking at more erotica as well, which is a bit of a more female focus.
0: You're listening to The Naughty Root Show.
1: We have been talking about porn. We've been talking about... Uh, body parts and sex when we first learnt what sex was, or as we like to now call it, going to Czechoslovakia. Yes. So that's what we've been talking about: Czech films and Czechoslovakia. Quite quite a bit of this <laughs> bit of this show. <laughs> yeah. If you have questions about what we're talking about, you can go to the naughty com forward slash ask. We have had some questions in, and we want to assure our listeners that we will be getting to your questions. But first. We want to know you, we want you to tell us, but we also want to have a little chat about it, about dating someone who's not right for you. Have we dated people who aren't right for us? Do we have friends who are like, oh God, like they just need to stop because the person they are seeing is just a hundred percent incorrect for them because I have experienced this and it's really stressful. (laughs) <laughs> as a friend. It
0: puts you in an awkward spot as a friend as well, doesn't it?
1: Exactly, because you get to that point where you want to support your friend and you want to be like, you know what, you know, you get it, girl. You get it, guy. Like, you you go there, you do your thing and be with that person and good for you, like, I'm so happy for you in this relationship that you're happy. But at the same time, you can be like, this is going to implode at any second, like, it's all hanging by a thread and... Mm. You can I'm going to be s- left to pick s- up s- the pieces yeah. and my friend
0: is, like, you know, having mm-hmm. a breakdown. Yeah, exactly. That's going to
1: be fun. I... And maybe, maybe our lovely listeners can uh, chime in and maybe give me some advice here. I think I might need some advice because I have a friend currently. Um, he is great. He is in his 30s and he's been on and off in a relationship for quite some time now. And they broke up probably for about six months because it's the biggest, I think, the biggest issue of our young lives is who does and who does not want kids. And it can be a deal breaker. And at this point it was because my friend does not want kids and his partner does desperately. They broke up. They moved out. They went their separate ways for six months. They dated other people. And eventually they came around to the fact that they may as well just get back together. They may as well. What does that mean exactly? They're
0: resigning to it. That's not promising yes. for the future is it <laughs> oh this and, is easier let's uh, just yeah.
1: yeah we know each other it's comfortable you know we've lived together let's just forget all of those issues that we've got hmm it, yeah it's
2: convenient from like an admin kind of standpoint when yeah. you know you <laughs> but
1: like how how do, how do we support our sense, friends yeah. because it's sort of like oh do you you know do you want to see do you see a future with her do you want to marry her yeah yeah i do i totally do and mm. all you can think is that's a bad idea
0: yeah, surely mm-hmm. they're just gonna like. I mean, over six months has his attitude really changed? This like the issues are just gonna no. Pop they're both up, pretty right? similar. Like, they're
1: both pretty much the same. They they. Haven- yeah, I think once you get to that stage, you don't. You can't change who You are. You can't change massive life decisions like having children because as soon as you have them, the worst thing is that you're gonna regret them, or you don't wow. have them. That was and you get past <laughs> thirty five and you're like time's running out. I got to have kids. I got to have kids now. Hmm. No, I'm just, just,
2: like, just like, as I'm, awful. Yes. I have, like, talked to another fr- <laughs> not that long ago. Um, of course, I'm not going s- to even allude to who this is. But, yes, talked to a friend who um, was in that situation, like, three months into a relationship with... So I think, like, he was late 20s, she was late 30s, and wasn't a mother and really wanted to be a mother and was realising that she was running out of time to be a mother. So it was like, hey, guy, I've just started with, uh, I, you know, only been dating for, like, three months. Um, do you want kids? I want kids. Let's have kids. Let's have kids now. And he's like, ah, oh, I'm not sure. And then they broke up. And then they got back together and now they're expecting a child. <laughs> um, and the... Uh, and, and, and Which... Yeah, I, I'm actually... I don't know. I, I feel like... Hmm, I don't think I know their... I don't think I'm as familiar with their relationship as I would need to be to, like, know exactly where it's at. But I do remember a year ago, um, the, like, my friend saying that he didn't think he'd had time... He'd have time to look after a dog, so he didn't want a dog because he didn't think he'd have time. And a year later, it's, oh, I'm having a kid. Like, ugh, wow. <laughs> that was... Oh, less than a year later. <laughs> it's like, yeah, having a kid. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um... Yeah, like I said, I don't know the full details, but just the the most kind of involved, like the most I was kept up to date was during that whole, uh, yeah, like three months into a relationship, like kids, kids, right now. Do you want to have kids with me? I need to know before I, otherwise I'll need to leave you. And and Mm. it sounds like they've done a similar thing, like been apart for six months and then Mm. we might as well get back. We might as well
0: get back together. together. Yeah, tough thing. Like you're racing against a biological clock. Mm. Are you willing to sacrifice potentially not being able to have children to stay with someone that you have a strong connection to. That's mm. a tight spot, man. That's yeah. That's tough. That'll fuck with your head.
1: Mm. Mm. And this is the thing. I think that a lot of people date people who aren't right with them for all different reasons. I have other friends who, who are dating people who, for them, are their like ultimate person that they would date but are so polar opposite to them at the same time and you're like, how do you gel? Like, your leanings are completely different here. Like, I have a friend who's dating someone who's very conservative um, Greek Orthodox boy. She voted yes, he voted no in the gay marriage plebiscite or postal survey. And uh, this was just one thing that they contest on. He goes to church and he wants to be married. In a Greek Orthodox church, he wants to have lots of kids and he expects her to be the provider and the homebody and cook and all that sort of stuff. And she actually has a a disability and he hasn't introduced her to his parents for over a year because she's disabled. Well, For me, that would be a deal breaker. Yeah, hit
0: the bricks on that one. That's And yet
1: they've broken up. A grand total of three times now. Got back together, a grand total of, you guessed it, three times. Nice. And uh, now it's all, oh, yeah, I met, I met his mum. And, you know, if I meet his dad and it's all good, then, you know, in six months we'll be engaged. A year after that we'll be married. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? This was me. And, I, and of course, as a supportive friend, I went, Well, Maid of Honor reporting for Judy. Uh,
0: <laughs> hand straight up, Good yeah, on
1: <laughs> Yeah. And she was like, You know a girl. So, what do we do with our friends? How do we help them? Do we be overtly supportive and put our hand up for Maid of Honor, even though we're like, It's a car crash, everything's going wrong. Run, fire, burning, get out of this building. How do we do it? Do I we think you tell them to, like, straight up?
0: draw a line in the sand at some point like I had a friend who was uh, with a girl for three years and they broke up probably four or five times across the course of that three years and like sometimes it was his fault as he told me or sometimes it was her fault like I never really I didn't actually meet her so I didn't really get her side of the story I met her maybe twice um
1: over three years
0: yes yeah and this is a very close friend of mine um but yeah I I haven't tried to be supportive at times, but mm. it, it actually it started to become sort of comical because it was like, how many times are you going to jump in and out of that ring? Um, and it was, it just became really hard to say like, oh, you should, you know, try and talk this through because you've already tried to talk it through <laughs> four or five times now. So talking's not really working. Um, yeah. Maybe you should take some time apart. And then he would, and he'd say, oh, I'm like, I'm loving being single. <laughs> and then two weeks later they were back together again. So mm. that was a bit of a trip for me, but um, I tried. So friends try right? And yeah. <laughs> I did all I could.
2: Uh, well, my, my thing is always, when it comes to, like, giving friends advice, I suppose, um, like, I'd never, if they ask for it, then I'll give them honest advice. But, like, if they're not actually asking, I would certainly never want to be one to, like, give it, you know, like, to tell them how to live their life or anything like that. Like, giving unwarranted, I mean, receiving unwarranted advice or, like, unasked for advice is certainly something um, I hate. But, um, so, like, giving it, I, yes, I just would never want to go there because that's just sort of a, well, I don't know, like, you, you unpack, like, all the things that, you know, you're kind of implicitly saying to that person that they might be receiving. And it's basically, you know, like, I I know how to live your life better mm. than you do. Um, or, like, I know better than you.
1: I feel like that should be me. Mm. And I feel like I shouldn't be giving advice because I've mm. never done, like, super long-term relationships. I just haven't for, mm. like, numerous reasons. But all of my friends seem to think that I'm like the advice guru, and s- especially when they find out that I do not read that. Well, you've you've <laughs> oh, got yeah. the knowledge, and I'm like, oh lordy to give myself a little grave over here, uh, six feet under very soon. It's a little bit stressful. <laughs>
0: Just yeah. a little just juggling bit. juggling other people's problems. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And that, like
1: How much can you take on as well? Like, you you're supporting your friend for three whole years with this yeah. girl. Mm. Yeah, that was a How much one. can you possibly <laughs> take as well? Before you're like, I can't do it anymore. I can't possibly talk about it anymore. But if mm. you have relationship issues, <laughs> if you're having troubles... <laughs>
0: Clearly, we the people to answer Clearly them, I mean. you yes. should <laughs> ask me <laughs> some You just questions. heard that. You want some.
1: We're not <laughs> professionals, but... Uh, and, and I can almost assure you that the answer will be communication with a capital C, because we love if you communicate. Mm. And do you know what else has a capital C in
2: its Check. spelling?
0: Slow <laughs> yeah. 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 fuck, Check. fuck. Check. yeah. 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 <laughs> My man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, yeah, communication and Czechoslovakia go hand in hand.
1: That's right. If you mm. want to, maybe you can give me a little bit of advice about my issues that I'm dealing with, or if you've <laughs> got issues, then I can try and give you some advice. It's thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask.
0: Is that a banana in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Uh, we see your questions. We love your questions. Um, and keep them coming, please, uh, at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We promise we'll get around to them. But at the moment, Christian's going to hit us up with some tasty little sparkly tub notes. What do you got, Christian?
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I wanted to, so Amaret, Pugh, mm. yes, wanted to ask you something. Um, what do you thought of a piece of advice that I get fairly frequently from people? I'm sure you've heard this too. Um, and it's to do with like making everything from like making friends to you know dating occasionally to um to being on radio, to presenting radio, um, frequently told to be natural um, or to be myself. There's a kind of related but separate things. So let's start with natural. Have you heard that before as a piece of advice? Has someone Absolutely. told you to be natural?
0: Of course. So many times. As <laughs> <laughs> one of those like love hate mm. phrases because mm. the sentiment, mm. be natural, and like natural is such a sort of like healthy and positive word that we use. Mm. It's like yeah be natural, you know. It's got a light little feel to it. It's supposed to be nice. So the sentiment's there. They want you to be your authentic self. But it sort of causes a bit of anxiety sometimes, where it's like be natural. Okay. Well then I'm thinking what is natural is that how do I act naturally in a situation? And then it starts to like replay in my head and you're thinking, am I natural? Like myself, am I a natural person? Like, I, I don't know how I look right now. Maybe I should position myself this way. Or should I say it like this? Uh, would that sound more natural than another way? And it sort of starts to build up.
2: Yeah, I, I'm never really entirely sure what... I don't know if you... I never had know, anyone remember. say be natural to me.
1: Oh, Really? Oh, you're lucky. It's Maybe I'll, that's because I'm you are I'm natural. I'm just too weird. So people, like, uh, can't even she's beyond the, she's beyond can't it. It. tell or anything. Yeah. Even but if I said it, she wouldn't be able to get it. So I haven't <laughs> really had to, had to worry about it. Oh, yeah,
2: that's
0: good. One of the lucky ones. Mm.
2: But I, I don't know. I, I'm never really... I, I wonder if, like, you actually have an idea around, like... Or if even people who say that have an idea of like, what that... Really means because you know say like we're talking like a dating situation so if someone says like be natural like does that mean don't wear clothes? are
0: natural like natural. I, like, I
2: don't how get natural
1: are you I don't talking? being natural. I get like be normal, just like chill. Normal. Like, okay. What do you mean normal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that
0: word's that word's even worse yeah. almost.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, uh, like who's well?
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Like normal is even worse because I know it's it's like well who's normal? Are we are we you talking know, what about? Is it? Yeah. Um, is, is it normal in Czechoslovakia? Is it normal here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, quick reminder in case you're totally lost. We we don't want an inside joke on this show. We, we want we want a, uh, um, a f- an all in, we want an outside joke. Um, yes, because we're very we're a community. In- we want everyone mm.
1: involved in Czechoslovakia. We're very inclusive. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> exactly. In so out, Czechoslovakia is out. our um, new euphemism for sex... <laughs> nice censorship. <sentry laughs> like that's that. good.
0: That's what people come for. <laughs> the big
1: S-E-X.
0: They won't figure that one I,
2: out. I say it that way because I don't know if people watch. Everybody loves Raymond, but that's that's the way that uh, the character Deborah says it. When um, she's awkwardly trying to ask um, her her in laws, her parents in law, um, how often they have X. So. Yes, the way people pronounce it when they're very uncomfortable with it. Um, that's why it's easier to say, check us the fuck here. <laughs> anyway, yeah, normal. I know, yeah, really, like, who, who's normal are we talking about? So, like, when when I hear, like, be normal, do they mean act how I would normally act? Because I presume I would just do that anyway, um, mm. because it's how I normally act, uh, usually act, let's say. Um, or do they mean, like, act the way that most other people act but even then I, I don't really that doesn't really give me like a set of like behaviors it doesn't yeah, really give me how am I supposed
0: to interpret that <laughs> yeah
2: because I, th- I just think I don't know especially like someone who's you know like I've done acting so I guess the minute i hear that i think like oh okay so this this sounds very much like you're giving me a character to play like be normal okay like give me a set of behaviors like how does a normal person speak how do mm. they how do they move what do they do with their hands what do they do with their feet what do they do with their face um and and if they're trying to say like be normal be natural like what well, this if you're getting into this level of de- if you're coming up with like a characterization mm. um this just not definitely isn't being natural this is playing a character yeah this
0: is the complete opposite <laughs> i know
2: in which case i then asked like okay if i'm not being myself i'm being a character yeah well yeah you can't really be like when i hear like be normal be yourself like well what if i'm not normal then i'm not being myself but how do you if you've heard like um be yourself as yeah. well, a piece of advice given how do you usually interpret that
0: um it's mostly i've heard it in relation to dating like you're talking to a friend and you're like mm. oh i'm a bit nervous about you know an upcoming date like oh that's fine just be yourself they'll love you what if they don't? <laughs> like, what if they don't like who I am and I have to like, am I going to have to start changing things about myself? Like, and then, you know, a, a day goes terribly and mm. you were your authentic self in your own eyes. So the next mm. day you think, oh, well, I'll just change one little thing about myself because the last person didn't like it. So I'll just mask that. It'll be fine. Mm. And then you like gradually start to change and you start acting differently around different people. Yeah. And then you start to like, get confused about like in your own headspace about who you are.
2: That's the thing. Like to mm. be yourself, you have to know yourself. Yeah. So, which I
0: do not and will not <laughs> for a while. I refuse.
2: <laughs> so I feel like being yeah being yourself is a bit of an impossibility mm. there. Um. But I know, again, like to me that just sounds like playing a character. So I yeah. just think like oh, okay, fine. Like how far do you want to take this? Like if I'm being a character, I need like a name, a, a backstory, a motivation. Like this is just <laughs> where getting am I farcical. from? Certainly, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> I know this. This is just getting you know the minute someone starts like yeah. telling me to like not. Not acting this way or not acting that way. I'm just like, okay.
1: This I is think there's
0: something like hmm. beautiful about the. Hmm. That's why I say it's like a love hate thing. Because when they say hmm. be yourself, hmm. obviously you're going to try and, if you're on a date or you're trying to make new friends, you're probably going to try and put forth your best qualities. Yeah. Because that's what we're taught is like the most attractive thing. You know, they, if people think you're funny, you're like, oh, they're going to laugh. They're going to enjoy hanging around you. But to yeah. be yourself is to be flawed because no one's perfect. So if you're truly yourself around someone and then they can accept you for that, then that's mm-hmm. them acknowledging, like, hey, you have flaws, but you know, like, you're worth it, I'm flawed as well, like, let's get along, like, we can, you know, get over each other's flaws and have a good time, like, if we're both honestly ourselves. So I think that sentiment is, you know, be honest, like, be open about who you are, because lying about that stuff is only going to hurt you in the long run, in terms of friends and relationships.
2: Yeah, and that's, yeah, I think, like, to do otherwise, is like, false advertising. If yeah. like, just like, putting forward, like, the, uh, well, not even, like, the best parts of yourself, but, like, the most, um, uh, I don't know, like, likable, Parts of yourself mm. to certain types of people, or the most immediately likable parts yeah. of yourself. Yeah, it's it's um, it's kind of like treating a date like a job interview, because um, I, you know, mm. I get it for a job interview because you're putting forward your not your best self, but your your professional self.
0: Yeah, um, selling your you know what you can do, your yeah. qualities.
2: So, you know, so not your entire self. So there's certain parts of yourself that you know you don't, you wouldn't like reveal in an interview yeah. because Tactical you wouldn't reveal them. Sorry.
0: Tactical, like omitting the details, you yeah. know, the, the little nitty gritty stuff.
2: Because you, you you wouldn't reveal this part of yourself, like in the actual job. Exactly. Whereas, yeah. like being in a relationship, someone with someone is not a job. No. It's, well, if
0: you're... <laughs> yeah, it depends who you're dating.
2: <laughs> well, okay, it's a volunteer job then. Fine. There you go. You there, don't you get go. Paid. there you go. There you go. So you know, I I feel like well, yeah. If if it is a job, then I, I don't think I, that's we were talking before about like when you're dating somebody is not right for you. Mm. I'd say if it feels like volunteer work to date this person, um, then that's probably a bad
1: sign.
0: Yeah. And, even if you're putting on a character, Mm. acting like a different person within a relationship... Yeah. Like, if you feel like you have to do that, get out.
1: Mm. I get, like, a hundred times more sassy in relationships. And it weeds out the (laughs) week. Well. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't we just all think like you? That's so much simpler. We
0: just... Talked that up for so long, and then you solved it in one sentence. That's kind of frustrating. Just,
1: pop, <laughs> just popped in there and ruined the whole thing.
2: <laughs> no, I like it. It's it's like a test for the other person as well. It's like oh, if you, uh, yes, it's a test of like whether they,
1: not necessarily
2: whether they can handle you, but like whether they want to handle you even. um
1: Yeah. yeah whether you're. I don't yeah. Know. It's it's sort of like can I handle hmm. it, and then the next hmm. level is do I really want to handle it? Yes. And then the answer is yeah, baby. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If all goes well um, yeah. Yes <laughs> Otherwise you might need to call tech support For this particular relationship If only there was one We're the tech support, tech support for relationships um, so That's <laughs> right And you
1: can send us a question or a query It's mm. thenaughtyrucho.tumblr.com Forward slash ask You mm. can be anonymous In fact most people are So get on there and send us in your questions They're coming at you After this Got a question? Hit us up at the thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask.
0: That one was tasty, and that was Drive by Incubus. You're on the Naughty Root Show, Sin Nation, and we have some questions. Thank you, and we're going to answer them. Christian, you want to hit us up?
2: Uh, sure do. Just a quick reminder, though, if you want to send us any more, thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. But as promised, we are now going to read out the f- our first one for this episode. Um... First? No, second. I have a very bad memory. (laughs) Um, You can remember Czechoslovakia,
1: though. But that's a a
0: classic. That's 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 not dying anytime soon. Thank you. Christian,
1: Christian, That's actually rude, because you can't remember Czechoslovakia, because you haven't been there.
0: Ooh, that's contentious.
1: I'm sorry, y'all. I was a little (laughs) bit salty on the sex euphemisms. We'll go to the question. Yes, let's,
0: like we promised.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Ah, trying to dig up. Um, hey, guys. Hey. Um, I've just started seeing this guy who lives in Sydney, and I'm in Melbourne. Hmm. Kudos. Mm. This is my first long-distance relationship, and I was wondering what are some ways to keep that spark alive. We have a max of four weeks apart, and I'm about to fly up there in a couple of days, with not having seen each other for a few weeks. What are some ways to spice it up in the bedroom to make it more memorable? I'm a straight female as well.
1: I feel like it's going to be be pretty hot because it's been two weeks.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, There's going to be all kinds of fireworks.
1: I like lingerie. That's what I like, Mm -hmm. to spice things up, get a bit sexy. I find it works well, especially Mm -hmm. when you're all like, you you might be a little dressed down and then it's like, bam, in your face. Check out damn boobies, and they're like, "Oh my yes, god, girl!" Yes, check. I know. <laughs> and then all the way to check the oh, here you go. Um, See that's, that's something I like to do. Um, mm. I don't know how kinky you guys have have gotten if you've huh. if you tried some things, but you could try some light bondage. Um, hmm. By that I mean things like handcuffs or like uh, silk, uh, like ties, things like that. We're not going for rope just yet. You know, hold that for another Like some months down the road but um yeah some some light bondage might be a bit cool maybe a little uh little cover over the eyes cut the senses off and it's all about feel you know a couple of things you could do um there's plenty of, like, you can definitely Google as well. Like, spicing up, there's a lot of good articles out there um, that have suggestions. Some of them are really awful. Some of them like, yeah, take this, you know, particular thing into the bedroom. And you're like, oh, that's going to be messy. Um, <laughs> if you're not into mess, I wouldn't take a whole bunch of food or anything. But if you guys are feeling a bit sensual, you can get some, like, strawberries and cream or something and, you know, lick it off each other. Um, Bring in a full-size chocolate
0: do. fountain. That always <laughs> that always gets him going. Wheel that in, hurt your back. Mm. I love it. If you're into role play, get him to pick you up at the airport as a, as like the sexy stranger move. Where like he's the Uber driver or he's the taxi mm. driver or something, and then sparks fly on the ride. That could be fun. You need like low level uh, acting talent for that, mm. but. You can make it work. I, I've
1: had a f- couple of friends who uh, have picked uh, picked their partners up or their hookups even up from the airport. And um, they've gone to the furthest car park and just banged one out right then and there. So if you're into some public risque Ooh. Czechoslovakia hopping... Um, <laughs> <laughs> At the airport, yes. <laughs> hear, it's the place
0: for it. In yeah. the car.
1: <laughs> Just, you know, if, you, if you're going to do car sex, like I have a couple of friends who've been there and done that. Just make sure it's the right car. Like, just
0: <laughs> make right, sure
1: that seat goes all the way back. <laughs> and you've got plenty of room because the last thing you want is to be straddling and you're honking the horn really loudly because it happens. Th- arms slip, things slip.
0: The car the starts rolling thing, downhill. The yeah. last thing you
1: need is to freaking toot the horn or, you know, chuck the handbrake down.
0: Or, like, yeah, vehicular manslaughter. That's, yeah, that's that never, not that's, something that's not you want to be resume. doing
1: in your sexy time. So be be smart about it.
0: Mm. I think it's good that it's just Sydney to Melbourne, though. Like, that's that's not too bad. It could be worse. That's yeah. like, a, what, an hour flight or something. The flights mm. are cheap. I have friends who just got engaged and they're in that long-distance relationship from Melbourne to Sydney, so... Yeah. it can work.
1: You can also do some like like teasing if you do, if you do the laundry and you're like, what's this? Oh yeah. And then and then of course you have to put it into airplane mode the moment you get on the fly and they're like, wait, what? What's happening? <laughs> oh, they're never gonna know until they see you <laughs> sucked in. Um, so there's plenty of things that you can do to get a little saucy <laughs> mm. in the bedroom. <laughs> but yeah, get creative and you know go off past experience if if you if you've both spoken about. Things that would int- that interest you in the bedroom previously, whip some of those out. Like, if you know something that they they really really like, go for it. Get the gears going. Get the motor running. Get on there and ride, girl. You can
2: mm. do it. So many plain metaphors. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it was really. Because
1: they're going to Czechoslovakia, so
2: <laughs> how about it? Um. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I. I I just realised. Um, speaking of planes and aeroplanes, um, we're going to play a song by Flight Facilities. Oh yes, um, <laughs> um, very appropriate for this. That tumble question. Uh, need you? Um, and Nico is already. Uh, you can't make a plane pie out of that one. Anyway, it's from the Sweet Sixteen, so it should be great. You're listening to the Naughty Roots Show on
0: Sin Nation with Christian Amaret and Hugh. Talking about the dance in your pants.
1: We have been answering your super hot questions all night long, so keep them coming. We only have half an hour to go, so you better get them in there real tight. It's thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. But right now, Hugh, once again, going to lead us down a central path of love.
0: It's my MO. Um, So I heard about this concept on a podcast about a year ago, and I just sort of never really touched back to it. But I thought, I'm coming up with content for a show about relationships. So I touched on it. Can I just quickly filibuster if that can be done? So it's a research-based approach to relationship psychology, and it's proposed by John M. Gottman. So basically, it's the concept, uh, it's the emotional bank account and emotional bids. So they use this expression of turning towards your partner, and they sort of use it uh, in like a metaphorical sense. So Every time you are like a mindful and aware and responsive uh, and it's about sort of like small micro interactions between you and your partner rather than, you know, like large scale gestures and like, you know, like a Valentine's Day romance thing. So when you uh, turn towards your partner, you're making a uh, deposit into this account. And so the emotional bank account is sort of like a positive reflection of your relationship. So then down the road, you might be feeling not so good about yourself, the relationship. You might be wondering things are up in the air. You don't really know what to turn to. You have this emotional bank account and this history of, like, positive experiences that you can look back on. And so that's, like, a determinant to the success of the relationship. So it's sort of about, like, building a positive foundation by not just being and giving, like, blasé responses to pretty simple questions. Like, an example I had here was your partner says, like, hey, I really liked that movie. Did you? And so instead of giving, like, a boring response, like, yeah, it was good and just sort of cutting things off there, like, actually engage with them, like, I did as well. Why did you like it? Like, what were the parts you liked? And you sort of your partner feels respected and valued, and their opinion feels Mm -hmm. wanted, rather than just sort of yeah, turning a cold shoulder, which is kind of hard to do. Like on paper, this sounds great, like having a positive and engaging response to everything. But you're not maybe always going to feel that way in that moment,
1: especially if you hated the movie.
0: Exactly, (laughs) and And like it just it blows my mind, like how much maturity and like emotional intelligence that would take. And it just makes me feel, like, terrified for getting in a relationship you need to have again. The sass. This is
1: why you need to have the sass in the just relationship. Just backhand it. Yeah, just be like, well, that was bullshit. And because you say it like that, instead of being like, well, that was fucking terrible, they're all like, oh, sass. I like yeah. that. And it just cushions the blow.
0: Do you think you'd have, like, the capability to stop before you answer, think every time, and respond in that way? or would you My
1: sass is innate these days, so it
2: just <laughs> happens. Christian? <laughs> I feel like it would become a habit after a while, Mm. surely. This is if, I mean, some people just sort of do this. uh, Some people are quite practiced at this, I suppose. Or or just, like, the personality is more naturally inclined to do this anyway. But, no, I I feel like if if this is something you struggle with, you wouldn't have to, like, stop and really think about it every time. Mm. Um, That's it. Like, there are some interactions that, like... Yeah, I think we all have, like, some types of interactions that we can't just do, like, as uh, sort of... Effortlessly, as yeah. we like, we but all have you know, certain so, yeah, certain times where you, it would be great if we didn't have to put effort into like thinking of a mature response to everything, but you yeah. do.
0: It's just <laughs> like fascinating die. sometimes how, especially in movies, and mm. I mean rom-coms are the biggest like perpetrators of this but Mm -hmm. you know it's like these grand sweeping gestures that and there's always that stupid kiss like in the rain at the end of the movie and you can see it coming every time and so they show all these grandiose moments of like love and you know compassion Mm -hmm. and all this stuff but they don't have they don't show and they don't really make an effort to show like how much work it takes and like how Mm -hmm. much time it takes like putting into a relationship and all those little things that can undermine it that you have to try and like work your way around and navigate and it's just, like, it's crazy how much stuff there is out there and how many books and stuff you can read about marriage, like, psychology and relationships. And it's a bit overwhelming at times. But do you guys have any, like, other tips you can think of to, or, like, strategies you've used in a relationship? To I'm going
1: to come back to the big C, and it's not Czechoslovakia.
0: <laughs> Thank Christ. The other We're big C. We're moving
1: away from it. It's the other big C is communication. Well, hey. No. She's Communicating back. Communicating with your partner. Oh, the sass just dialed down to zero. Quickly, bring it back. No, um... I think communication is super, super important. And this this essentially what it comes back to is Mm. you want to have more than just the basic conversation with the person you want to be with. You can't build a relationship around a yes and no. You need to elaborate. You need to communicate and be open and honest with each other. And I think that's the core of any good relationship. And if you feel that you're not communicating in the way that you want to, then communicate with your partner about that. Mm. and open it up be the person that you want to be in that relationship with them and hopefully they'll respond and they'll open themselves up as well and, and put more into things if some, a lot of the time if you give you receive and so if you're not giving a satisfactory response and they're not giving a satisfactory response you're just butting heads you're not helping each other out So yeah.
0: I think I've been guilty of that though not communicating well enough because I of, think we all have yeah, definitely just like thinking that you know, that, those grand gestures, like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, like, it's hard to admit that you were the problem sometimes, but yeah, it's definitely happened where I just haven't had the guts to Mm. talk it through and thought like, oh, it's not easy every day, therefore the relationship can't be, like, it can't be good if it's not, like, I thought it was inherent in the relationship, that it was going to be, like, rewarding every day and, like, every day was going to be great. So then when I started to, yeah, like, butt up against the other person and things started to, like, grind to a halt. I didn't have, yeah, just didn't have the guts to stick it out and actually talk about it. I just caved and left. Mm. Which is- and I think
1: a lot of people have that as well. Um, and that's why communication from, like, the beginning is, is so important. It's not just communication about, like, oh, yeah, how was your day? It's also, mm. like, about who you are as a person and what you want out of your relationship and all those sorts of things as, as well. Because as we've discussed previously throughout the show about dating the person who's wrong for you, the last thing you want is to get three months down the track realise you barely talk to each other and the main issue is because they're wanting something completely different to you. Mm. Definitely. Communication is the key.
0: Oh, it sure is, yeah. Okay, hmm.
2: anyway, I think it's time for another song. Um, so we were... As we were just talking about, you know, that whole, like, communication grinding to a halt, like, kind of things colliding. Um,
0: He's <laughs> a smooth man.
2: Um, yes, we're going to play the, he, a song called has, Collide like segway by key. a oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. We said communication, but communication and segues are the keys in a relationship. And to Slash radio. Slash radio, yes. Enjoy. <laughs> naughty Rude Show on Sid Nation. This is Naughty Rude. That was Collide by Odette. Um, if you didn't hear me say it before, it's because Amaroche was talking over the top of me. I do not like when people talk when I'm talking. Attention's <laughs> rising. Especially on this, <laughs> I hate rudeness on
1: this show. <laughs> yeah. I, um, Christian just, like, absorbed my sass, <laughs> and I'm really scared. It's coming
0: around to me next. You better, yeah, I oh my ah, Pre-
1: um, prepare myself. <laughs> anyway,
2: we do have time for another um, bit of interaction with the Tumblr. All right, so a couple more. Okay, um, so before we were talking about was League and discussion about porn and development, um, so this is more of a comment a question, but we do definitely welcome comments as well. We want this to be a two-way interaction, two-way communication, if you will. So, porn helped me work out I'm bi. Porn helped me work out I'm trans, and ultimately it made me realize my preferences and kinks are very common and something it's okay to explore healthily. None of this would have happened without porn, but it definitely would have taken longer to get there, considering there's little representation of people like me, trans-feminine, bisexual people, um, otherwise accessible easily.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and I think I'm it is important
2: of, to remember that.
1: Yeah, and I'm sort of glad there's other people too who have discovered who they are through porn and yeah we you say that some like quite a bit of porn consumption can be unhealthy because there are a lot of things that just are plain wrong but okay. it really can help you f- figure out what in you know piques your interest and gets you hot and heavy like that's that's what porn can be really good for and i think there's a lot of emphasis on oh you know young people shouldn't be able to access it and yada 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 and it's like you don't want them to learn from porn but then you don't want to teach them And then you don't want them to explore with each other because pregnancy and STIs and they don't understand what safe sex is. How are they going to be learning or being healthy, active sexual adults? Probably never. Mm. How else are they going to be able to visit Czechoslovakia and watch a Czech film if they can't get active and engaged with their sexuality and who they are?
2: Exactly, I, I wasn't entirely sure how far you were going to extend that Czechoslovakian metaphor, but but I know it's yeah. it's, it's it is a uh, it's almost like a something has got to give kind of thing. Really, like it's an impossible task to expect like young people to not know anything about sex or you know safe sex, um, but to be able to practice it or to not. It's 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 a pretty I don't know. Um, mm. Like I kind of said before, like uh, there are there are just some things that. Uh, yeah, you, you can't just expect, like, the curiosity to, to go away because it is, to borrow a word that we discussed heavily before, natural, when people use the yeah. word natural, this is one of those things that is actually natural, this curiosity in these questions.
0: Mm. So There's that classic argument mm. of, like, oh, if you start mm. teaching the kids about it, mm. that they're going to start doing it and it's going to be a disaster because they're going to mm. know all these things we've told them and they're going to start acting out and having sex and going wild. Mm. And there's that argument as well with porn. Like, when mm. I was researching this and I was looking at some, like, evangelical, like, Christianity sort of angles i guess you'd call them and yeah it was saying like you know it it promotes like dangerous sexual activity and adultery and like it's basically sinning there's like so many different angles on i guess it's an issue like porn kids learning from porn considered an issue but i mean we've just gotten such a wonderful comment about someone who was able to discover their sexuality with the help of porn so i mean when you get like raw data like that it's hard to yeah talk down the benefits of it because you go like Hmm. it helped you out big time
2: yeah yeah helps with some I know I I think it's only an issue if like that's we'll we'll like with anything if that's your only way of learning about something if that's your only window then it's going to be very skewed Um, yeah that's true but it's quite nothing to say to like don't watch porn it's dangerous it's going to give you it's going to Mean that you will never have a good understanding of sex and mm. how to go to Czechoslovakia and safe ways to travel to Czechoslovakia and safe ways to stay there and how to come back and you're going to get lost in Czechoslovakia if you watch porn uh, Czech films. Yeah, that's Say <laughs> that's quite another thing. <laughs> um, quite another claim to make. A Newt's point of view is basically what I'm what I'm advocating for. Mm. Um, yeah, porn can be helpful in some ways, unhelpful in others. Um, but you can't really. Yeah.
0: Moderation and, yeah, taking other things into account rather mm. than just staring at the screen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess, it, I, I mean, to sort of use a bit of an al- analogy, not not to do with Czechoslovakia, but it's, it it's kind now. of like learning about something um, by watching movies, you know, in general. So, you know, so, so mm. say like learning about a different country like Czechoslovakia <laughs> through film. Um, if you only know about a country that you've never been to by watching movies about it, um, then, and, and you therefore, and but you think that you know everything there is to know about, then that's an issue. Yeah. Um, whereas if you know, you happen to watch a film about a country you've never been to, you learn a few things about it, you kind of get a sense of it, and you also happen to you know, read up on it or actually go to Czechoslovakia or wherever else yourself, um, then you know, that doesn't mean that oh, well, you know, you've been to Czechoslovakia, but you um, sh- you watch a movie about it, so therefore you're doomed for all eternity. <laughs> 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 to always be, uh, <laughs> always be lost there. Yeah. Um, anyway, we do have another question. Um, so, so, so this person has said, "Hi guys, just got Tinder. Ooh, and <laughs> not, ha- mm, not having much luck in hookup." Mm. Hold on, it's sorry. This,
1: this <laughs> one's written a bit interestingly. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to read it word for word. Yeah. Okay. I think I've unpacked it, actually. Oh, if, okay. I can atta- if I can mm. give it a go. So this person says, Hi, guys, I've just got Tinder and mm. I'm not having much luck in hookups. Mm. My, and then there is a word missing. <laughs> I'm going to assume friend, <laughs> brother, mm. someone who is a male, is on there and he gets 50 matches a day. Can you guys help me out?
2: Stop comparing yourself to other people is one thing I will add. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Tinder is an interesting place. It is a country all into its own. Like Uh, Czechoslovakia. Yes. (laughs) It's an interesting little hole uh, that Alice jumped down. Um, And there are many, many interesting people on there. Um, I'm not sure if you are a male or um, a female or other. Um, I'm, I'm not sure of how you identify. For me, I also found Tinder a bit of a daunting place. We d- did talk earlier about uh, virginity, and I did say that um, I did actually hook up with someone on Tinder for my first time. And uh, for me, it was a very... I just, I, I basically had like a little blurb about myself and I just said down the bottom what, uh, which was pretty much like something like I'm here to have fun, like here for a good time, not a long time or something cliche oh, like no, that. Oh that's the classic. Yeah. Um, you know, hookups only type thing. And that changed the tide. I have to say it was a completely different type of person who contacted me after that. Um, I had a couple of people who I hooked up with, who then wanted to organise like threesomes and stuff like that, and I was sort of like, I don't even know you it's a gateway from app. a bar of soap. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I was like, yeah, cool, bro, and sometimes I was like, um, no. If you want to just hook up. I would suggest putting something like that because it's an immediate alert to everyone else. That's oh, yeah. all you're there for. You're not wanting to go, you know, go, go out and have a drink and then, you know, pussyfoot around, beat around the bush and then maybe eventually go back to their house. Or Czechoslovakia. Or, or, Czechoslovakia. Or, or, yeah, visit Czechoslovakia. Be forward.
0: See, I know we're beating a dead horse with the Czechoslovakia thing, but yeah. the best Tinder, <laughs> I think, I think the best Tinder date I ever time went on enough. was actually in the Czech Republic. So just want to put that out there.
2: We've only got eight minutes left of
0: the episode, so, yeah. <laughs> so we have to mention um, it as many times as possible. Or <laughs> yeah. bury it, bury it now. Chuck like, some nice little... photos
1: up. This is my suggestion. Hmm. Chuck some nice photos up, or ones that you think are good, or even ask your friends, like, "Hey, you think this is a good pic of me?" Like, that's what I'm doing. Um, maybe see what your friends are writing on their own profiles. A lot of them are a little bit funny and you know poking fun at themselves as well. So maybe a bit tongue in cheek if you want. But if you just want hookups and you find you're not having much success, I would suggest putting some, some something in there that yeah. points that out to people. Because yeah. Tinder is a hookup app, but I know plenty of people who have gone dating out of it and plenty of people who have met had relationships out of it. And I know plenty of people who would not give Tinder the time of day because it is that ra- weird rabbit hole of dimension uh, that you get sucked
0: into. It is an odd um, place.
1: But there's plenty of other apps as well. So if you feel it's not working for you, give some other apps a go. Um,
0: Bumble's getting popular.
1: Yes, Bumble. I was just about to suggest uh, Happen is also really good, and it's also location based. Um, so you're more likely to find people in your sort of stratosphere um, rather than you know you like oh I'm having a good chat with this person, they seem really interested, and then you realise they live out in whoop whoop like two hours away. No, thank you.
0: It's always
1: awkward. But As always, we're going to be saying a little bit of a bye-bye very, very soon, giving it a wrap-up. First, though, we're going to play some tunes, but we still want you to send in questions. We will get to them next week. It is com forward slash. Ask, get on it, get on the Twitter, get on the Facebook and hit us up on our podcasts on syn.org.au, Spotify and iTunes. The Naughty Root Show here on Sin Nation. It's getting jiggy with it by Will Smith.
0: Sugar and spice and everything nice.
1: Thank you for
2: listening to Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation with myself, Christian Hugh and Amaraj. Today we've had a wonderful time um, talking to you all about uh, various... Things. So,
0: (laughs) we love things. We love things. Oh my God.
2: Yeah. Generally, like the vaguer you are, the dirtier people will interpret um, what you're trying to say. (laughs) Um, Right. So, hopefully, you had a chance to listen to all two, every single minute of this two hour episode. If you did not, don't worry. You can catch up on um, on Omni, Spotify, iTunes, or any other podcast app that you happen to prefer? We're open to all preferences here on Naughty Rude Show. Um, and also, you can follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Just search Naughty Rude. It'll come up. You will always find us. Your um, uh, emotional, your relationship tech support will always be here for you.
0: And if you don't, we'll find you. Don't hmm. worry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> In a non-creepy way. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should also give uh, the poll results
2: before we leave. Um, yes, so, we did. We
1: did um, put a poll up on Twitter. Mm. We asked the general Twitter sphere, "Have you been to Czechoslovakia?" And made it very clear that that meant have you popped your cherry. Yes. And we had some interesting results. Christian, <laughs> do you have the results? I don't. Do you? <laughs> well, I do. So That's drum roll. <laughs> Thank you, fam. That's it's thirteen percent yes, Ooh. and eighty-seven percent. Are you guys okay? Was that an option? It was. It was option C. Oh gosh. We had zero percent on no, so we had interesting. Pretty much everyone had been to Czechoslovakia. All was really worried about us. Yep.
0: it's a general concern.
1: Just want you to know that we are okay. <laughs> and we will, we be will be back next
2: week. <laughs> yes, eight to ten PM on Sydney Should thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful week.